Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is Debbie G of Spirituality Gone Wild. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Neo Positivity is going to be possibly dropping in for quick drop in today, but uh, we'll likely see him next week because the message I got from him was that he was on a remote airfield in the middle of nowhere with one bar of cell service. So probably not going to be able to connect in with that kind of a connection. Debbie, you know a little bit about that being on the road yourself, but that's all right. We'll be looking forward to having him back next week. And today, well, Debbie gave me like a little bit of a, a heads up about what was going to happen today. And it was a very small one, but it sounds like freaking exciting. So I'm just going to turn the mic over. What's happening, Debbie G? Oh, hey, everybody. What's up? What's up, Friday? Walt, it's so good to be here and see you. It's good to see you, too. It's great to be seen as well. I love that. <laughs> oh, you're watching. Wherever you're watching from, please show this out. Um. Look, like I'm gonna be on. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have that. Come to Jesus today. Uh oh. So, here we go. Well, well. Here's what's hilarious. You know when you show up for yourself, when yourself shows up for you, and you didn't even ask yourself to do that. I was pretty excited about how myself decided to show up for myself today. Nice. Because I was in my Facebook memories, and seriously, I did a live stream last year, a cup of grata with a shot of expression and only one squirt of reality, and I was the squirt, and. I just talked. Hi, kitty cat. That's Harmony. Hi, Harmony. <laughs> Aw. Hey. And so I showed up for myself, and how I did this was I, I turned it on, and I started listening. Let go. Let the flow. And I'm like, I need to hear my own message from a year ago to smack <laughs> me in the face. Are you gratitude? Get the, are you gratituding or are you complaining? Mm. I'm like, Ugh. oh, there was, it just kept going. And I'm like, have you looked in the mirror to be real with yourself and not blame others? Because stuff like that. So let me tell you why this is so good. Let me tell you why. Because this last weekend, well, no, it's been going on for a, a few weeks now. I have a situation in my home life that I have a certain opinion about, and it includes finances, and I think that it should be a certain way because, to me, it makes no logical sense to do it any other way. <laughs> okay. Well, there's there's also ego involved in that because um, sure. I get when I don't get my way, I have to, okay, so we're going to talk about my bad behavior right now. So, uh, it was, this situation is not going the way that I think it should be going at all. In fact, it's still not, even at this moment. I'm going to tell you all right now, no way, shape, or form is this in alignment with what I see my future holding in regards to a certain decision. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even tell you what we're laughing at. This is great, though. <laughs> so, 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 tough patooties, little Debbie Debbie. Downer Debbie, how did Debbie, oh my God. And, but we're going to go expand a little bit further. I threw, okay, 
I threw a really big tantrum. Now I'm going to tell you all that. Did you know that baby elephants throw t- throw temper tantrums and throw themselves into the mud face first? Yeah. yeah. Don't be a baby elephant. I was a baby elephant. I threw a tantrum and threw my face right into the mud firsthand. And I swear to you, I I kicked, I screamed, I I cussed, I hollered, I. I mean, I went into my ego got so big. I thought maybe I was flapping some wings. Wow. Wings, not angel wings. No, no, the other kind. The other kind. Yeah, I was like, I should have had a broom. (laughs) 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 But you haven't even been there. Like you're stuck in that stuff and you're just like so pissed off that you can't see straight and you're just like. And then the other person becomes your target of misery, and you're just like, because because it's all their fault, right? I mean, it can't be me. Well, in some particular senses, it is, but not in my reaction. (laughs) Well, okay, the situation is just what it is, and not by any fault, but just because it is what it is. And this is actually, actually, yeah, I just heard myself. What I need to own is my old behavior seeping through that I thought were healed. My old stuff coming back up just so that I could, it reared its ugly old head, probably worse than it's ever reared its ugly old head. And well, at least in a long time. And I was like, I was even, but I, I was so in my, my own misery of victimhood. Oh my God, Walt, you could have called me a Wayne. You Lance, I tell you, I promise wow. you. And I even acknowledged that I was in my full blown victim mode. Need to please call me an emergency victim, butt hurt kid. I need a hemorrhoidal pad for my butt hurt ass and it needs it now. <laughs> and give me some tissue for my freaking issues because Dude, I was all up in that. I was so up in victim. I was so up victims, but that Jesus Christ, I didn't see. I didn't see Jesus Christ either. I didn't see shit. I I get to sit with how I've one treated another human being by being Mm. such a a a vocally expressive human with lots and lots of words. Mm-hmm. But, it, but that's not acceptable. See, that's the thing. And I remember I've been out of relationships for a long time. So y'all cut me just a tad bit of slack here. Okay. Sure. I got to experience my first, it's not going my way moment. Mm. And David Strickle from Taya Boot Camp grac- graciously pointed out to me that, are you trusting your abundance on that? Like, Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. So mm-hmm. what I got to tell you is that there you don't get more bees with honey, my darlings. If you use vinegar, it's going to it doesn't it doesn't even smell good <laughs> at all. It doesn't smell good. It's not gonna, you know it's going to attract. It's going to attract it's going to attract just nothing. I did not, I I still feel very strongly about the way I feel. And I have a right to that. I also want to talk about my anger. Mm -hmm. Because, well, I was pissed. I was so, I, oh, I was Mm. mad, right? Like mad, mad, mad. You know, I was steaming. Apparently, yeah. That's okay. 
it's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to be angry. Sure. And I said, I'm really angry. I'm going to be allowed to be angry. Here's what's not okay. To a little attack, uh, blame, shame, all those things that your ego will do. It's not okay to do that. And that was the part that I sort of, I mean, I kind of went, I got way too up in this whole vibration of, uh, well, down into this whole vibration of mucky, mucky things. And so, mm. but look, I'm not beating myself up because I got upset. I, I'm looking at myself going, aha, so what triggers still there? What needs to happen and how do I need to pull that out? Because you should, also, you should also be giving yourself a little bit of a pat on the back, too, to be honest, because you recognized it. The hardest okay, part yeah. of this kind of stuff is often just not even realizing that you're doing it. Mm. Right? I knew I was doing it when I was doing it. That's the horrible. I, I, that's not horrible. It's actually good because, honestly, when I when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, no, I feel the same way I felt yesterday in the respect mm. of what I think needs to happen. That hasn't mm. changed. Because to me, finance, I, I go into business mode. Mm. But this isn't about that. This is about my ability to treat someone with respect, even though I'm freaking mad as hell. And again, I, I, I get, I was the baby elephant. I, you all need to realize that. So what do I do now though? What do I do now? Well, the first thing is I apologize. I, I, I sought to understand. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually just got, I, I swallowed my ego. Just like What's an alien would do. Was it tasty? tasty? I'm curious. My ego? Oh yeah, yeah. she's delightful. Yeah, no. Okay, so good. No. She's more like she's like an No. She's she's a little sour. A little sour? Oh. Uh-huh. A little sour, like sour sour. She's old and decrepit. I'm just go mm. there. Sit no, go sit in your corner, little girl. You know, it's funny because what happens when I get triggered is I know to use my tools, but I don't, but I felt pretty strongly. And it's like, so that ability, that that letting go of of the need to be right was just not coming. Mm. No matter how much I wanted it to be, it's like, I and I still think I'm right. But so I, that, so now this is a major agree to disagree, but who am I not to allow somebody else to be right? Sure. I agree with that. And they get mad because they don't do what you wanted them to do. Well, there's that too, yeah. I mean, there are some extenuating circumstances that I know I'm right, but I'm not going to talk about that. But but that's the challenge of dealing with a world of polarity, because different people have different interests and different choices and different beliefs and different desires and different things that they like and don't like. And inevitably, there's going to be collisions sometimes. So the question isn't whether there's going to be collisions. The question is, how are we going to handle them? That's it right there, though. And I was willing to, honestly, I had to take a good look at myself. This was not, because I know this is nobody else. This is me. Me looking at myself at how that I'm miscommunication queen, how that I'm communicating properly. Because I want want you all to know, I went into this victim story. I'm not being heard. I'm not being understood. I'm not being put first. I'm not. Nasty shit. God, I'm, 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 and that's okay to do it for a minute, but is it really true? 
That's an interesting question. That right there, that's a very interesting question. Is it really true? Looked in the mirror and is that true? No. Mm -hmm. And then David, of course, reminds me, Debbie, you manifested the house you're in, all this stuff. Look what really, I'm like, hot damn. What you, what you think upon is what, what happens. Mm -hmm. These things back to the gratituding and the complaining. So yeah, stepping out of your ego though. So here's what happens. It's scary. And this is really transparent. If I step away from this and say, what happens is going to happen. I'm trusting the universe. My ego is like, uh, excuse me, but this could make you a hello. I mean, just like all up and right. Because mm-hmm. it is, and it's painful. It's like, excuse me, but I know what's best. And how can you tell me I don't know what's best? Excuse me. My ego, it is painful to admit you have to put the ego away. But once you do it, you're going to realize it's not. What's painful is fighting for something that's not worth fighting for. Mm. Yeah. What's, because you, because the ultimate question is this, is this worth going down my spiral? Is this worth me losing my peace in my life that I love so much? Hail to the no. Mm-hmm. Hail mm-hmm. to the no. Is yeah. that somebody else's fault? No. No. I lost sight of what was important and the person sitting there with me was who was important and myself rather than looking at an external decision, environment, whatever the hell, even other people, but but that's not important either. We were, and, and failing to recognize where the importance lied. Mm -hmm. I got all kinds of cattywampus upside down, chopsy turvy. Now, when, when you're talking about this, you mentioned David Strickle a moment ago and how he had yeah. given you a couple of reminders. And it brought to mind that you're a Thai boot camp graduate. I'm almost a Thai boot camp graduate. I'll be pretty soon, I think. Um, and one of the key elements, one of the key things that you learn to do in the Thai boot camp is to go after what they call the transgressors. And, and so the question that comes to my mind is, do you think you kind of retapped into a, ta- a transgressor that you thought might have been gone before? Yeah, I'm kind of really looking into that um, to see to see what that really what that what's that what is that attached to? Mm. It's a fear. See, it's a fear. A fear of there's always that there's that there's an underlying fear. But false evidence appearing real. Want to throw that in? Right. What is the, so the, the question I ask myself is what is the evidence that I'm seeing that supports the old story that I'm telling myself? Good question. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to look at these two. Where this is stemming from, I haven't tapped into yet. Okay. But I am looking at what's, you know, the, the, and again, going back to business. So when I start talking business, I shift a little. But even here, it's like, hmm, is this what I'm telling myself true? Does it meet this old story? Is there any, I'm not good enough, not worthy enough, not blah, blah, blah. Is there any of that in there? Mm-hmm. What did you conclude? It's telling myself an old story of telling myself I'm second. I'm not first. I'm not being chosen first. That old story. 
So that was reinforcing a very unpleasant uh, old memory that that got reinforced at some point. Yeah, somewhere in there, and I'm not even sure where, but it's there. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I need to be chosen at all? And why didn't I just, I choose myself. I choose Mm me. Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody else to do it. And I, and I got confused there for a minute thinking that, uh, that some external something is going to change that. It's no. Sure. Well, that's what, that's what we are. Oh, it was. Oh shit. That, that could, dude, that could have been something from when I'm five on the playground or I'm, I'm six or seven on the playground Mm -hmm. and I'm not being chosen for a game. Sure. Or I'm not. So, so it became a really important thing to me that when in relationship that I'm first, no matter what, I don't budge. Mm-hmm. Well, in this particular case, I think I'm still first. <laughs> I just, dude, I know I am. I know I am. You're reminding so me of Louise here, by the way, because Louise, and this is her, her wonderful way of getting herself back into perspective. Um, but when she's having a difficult time, kind of along the lines of what you're describing here, um, she'll make the point, but I'm, I'm the princess. I'm, I want to be the princess. That, what's so difficult to understand here? <laughs> I'm, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter gallery can calm down a little bit. <laughs> well, well, it is the princess. It is. And you feel sorry for the kid on the playground. I'm sure you should. <laughs> Probably. I don't, I am the, I'm the queen for flip's sake. I mean, I'm almost like off with your head type stuff. I, I'm like, I had to stop that. I'll go back to being a sweet little princess. I was never, it, well, but okay. That's also like right. the king of hearts, really. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. With her head. With her head. Off with their head. Off with their head. And you know who really needed their head off was the queen. So, <laughs> just saying. Mm. Anyway, well, but I love that. So, and what else would she, but, but how do you feel about the fact that she's, do you know she's princess? Well, it's how she's saying it to me though. If she's saying it to me the way that I was just describing, she's cluing me in on what she's recognizing about herself. So I feel perfectly fine about that because she's basically talking about what's going on with her. I'm, hey, you know. What's going on with her is what's going on with her. It's not me. It's her. It's That's that it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, therein lies the actual truth. You guys have to look at yourself. What's coming up inside of you mm-hmm. and, and seeing what's there, you know, and I can tell you just because I go and get mad, let me promise you. Just because I had a moment where I reverted to some old crappy skills, the person receiving that also is opening themselves up for the experience to learn from it. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. It's an it's an overall big learning experience because I'm not sitting here taking credit for a fucked up situation, excuse my mouth, that when you say yes from the get, shit happens. My, and my that's favorite way... My favorite way of describing this is really there are no victims. There are only volunteers. <laughs> Debbie's clapping her hands together. 
Oh, jeez. Ah, yeah. You nailed it. There's only volunteers. I fully, mm-hmm. I fully volunteered. I fully showed up, said yes, suited up, and said, okay, let's go at it. But the key component to all of this is, and I hope whoever is listening right now is understanding this, the only person that you can look at is yourself. And if you're looking at other people going, you did this to me and blah, 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 well, that shit's just reinforcing something you already felt. So you Mm. may as well own it. Mm. Like I'm telling you, I'm doing. Own it. Because the minute that you see it, what happens? And that's that's actually a hard thing to do many times. It's hard to own our own stuff. Can there are times when it, when it just it just seems impossible because to own our own self means we have to let go of things that we've been hanging on to for dear life. That's oh, that's not so easy. That five year old story. How can I let go of it? I liken that. This is why I say we're all recovering trauma babies. Mm-hmm. We're all recovering trauma babies because when we started the trauma, we were babies, and we got that stuff stuck into our psyche. And we respond from that place until that we see it, recognize it, and transmute it. And that's all it is, is see it, recognize it, transmute. It goes. Mm-hmm. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So you're like, well, I don't know. I'm blocked. No, you're not. You're just not honest with yourself, by the way. Don't know who needed to hear that. Apparently, somebody. Oh, always. Always. Oh, God. I'm blocked. No, you're not. Nobody well, is. I, well, actually, you are. But who did the blocking? <laughs> oh, I love Walt. Just <laughs> big explosion. You. Because I know what those blocks are like. They're huge. The really thing, the thing that pisses me off is realized I put him there. It was me. I put up the block. Oh, Isn't God, that a why did I do that again? Oh. God. It's such a kick in the butt. I tell you what. And the, the Only... biggest thing that I've been learning yeah. in Taya, I'll tell you this: the biggest thing I've been learning to do is to forgive myself for putting up those blocks. That's the hardest part right there. Just saying, you know what? Okay, I did it. I own up. I'm willing to let it go and forgive myself. Yes. I forgive me for acting like an asinine fool. Mm -hmm. Walt forgives himself. This way. Mm -hmm. Walt forgives himself. (laughs) I know. It always confuses me which way the video goes, right? (laughs) Oh, I could be like an airport director (laughs) and actually maybe that's what you all are doing maybe if we were just observing you know you just need somebody outside looking in so they could just observe serve you were to park your own plane well that's really what the that's what the tie of practice is really all about it's is trying to achieve that source perspective because when Mm. you're in the source perspective you're not all tied up in all that egotistical stuff and so you can see things differently you can see things the way that actually helps you to get past whatever that block is. And the block actually can kind of disappear after a while when you attain that source perspective. Because now you're just not even thinking about it the same way. And because you change the way you think about it, it's not going to be there anymore. And that's it right yeah. there. That's it. It's perspective. Mm-hmm. Perspective is everything. Broken. Yeah. No one's broken. That's a great point, too. I love that one. Because so often we talk about, not so much here on the show, but he, we in society talk about people being broken. There, there aren't any broken people. No, there's We're no all whole. People. We're all whole, every single one of us. In fact, yep. the moment that you talk about yourself as being broken, you just set yourself up as a victim again. Totally. Right? Or I need to be fixed. Or yep. even the thought of me thinking that somebody else needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Or even worse, yeah. 
which is usually what happens when you do the first one. You know, if you think of yourself as a victim, you instantly start thinking about fixing somebody else because it can't be you, right? <laughs> totally. No, it can't yeah. be. It can't be me. No. Oh my God, Debbie Gratitude that practices gratitude all the time. She lost her shit. Yeah. Mm, happens. Happens. To well, us. totally. And what was awesome was I swear to you, I showed up for me today. I couldn't believe it. It was, uh, I could believe it. I could believe it. Well, sure. It's law of attraction. Yeah. I can believe it. I yeah. mean, listening to myself talk last year and just listening to everything I'm saying is like, Oh, mm-hmm. guess who needs to practice her tools there, Missy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gave yourself Every- a wake up call is what you did from a year ago. Yeah. Myself gave myself a wake up call. It was freaking fabulous. I'm like, oh my God, I love me. Jeez Louise. Because so often we talk about these past future things about what would your future self tell you? Um, if, if you, if you could go back and tell yourself, what would you tell yourself huh. in the future? And here we got it going in the opposite direction. This time it's us in the past telling the future something that the future needs to hear. Yeah. Cool. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. It was, but the big message was stop. Complaining, start gratituding. Mm. Start gratituding. Now, gratituding apparently is now going to become my word. Gratituding. Are you gratituding it? Okay. That's a good word. If you're into a well, good word, you might as well make it one like that one because that's a powerful one. Just well, I have another word. I, I have a word I invented called lovitude. Yeah. Okay. Lovitude is the vibration of, it's the vibration of love. Sure. Gratitude, gratitude and love combined. It's like, Mm-hmm. Lovitude. It's yeah. your gratitude. It's your love. It's an attitude. Lovitude's the attitude. Yep. Absolutely. I, I totally, totally buy into it. As soon as you even said the word, I knew what the word meant. It's a perfect word. I love that. It, because love it, it sounds like what it is. Isn't it great? It just, yeah. I love that word. That came to me one day when I was on the phone with somebody and, and I'm just like, she said something. I'm like, that's just lovitude. It, it's just that. Spark the G vibe, gratitude vibration. Mm-hmm. Play and fun and excitement. That's what I looked at last year and I went play. It's just like, that's been the, the, the whole consensus today though. We're not playing enough. We're mm-hmm. complaining too much. Yeah. Not contented with, with where life is at or where life is going. And so getting down into that old little rabbit hole of well, at least I was. I was in a little rabbit hole. But you know what's a trip, Wall, is when you're in that rabbit hole, you know you're in that rabbit hole, and you allow yourself to be in the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. That's a very common thing. I, I would say that's probably the most common thing that humanity as a whole does. Because, well, first of all, most of humanity doesn't even know about the tire practice. Very few know about law of attraction. So they're going to be kind of stuck there because they don't know any better. But even if they did know better, a lot of them would choose to stay there. I know people who are very well versed in law of attraction, who I won't name, who choose to stay in that, you, you call it a rabbit hole, I'll call it a rat hole, because that's really what it is. It's a really miserable place to be. It's a very, but they choose, they'll, they'll keep repeating over, and, and, and you point out to them that that's what they're choosing, and they'll defend it. They'll say, yes, I am staying in this rat hole. I choose to be here. Not necessarily quite in those words, but that's what it all amounts to. So, yeah, humanity. I, I don't know. I, I kind of suspect this ties into why it is we come into this life in the first place. 
The stream of David talks about how we come in here to live the polarity, to experience the polarity. And I think yeah. that's true. But it's really true. I think that people not only come in to experience the polarity, but they want to stay in the lower end of it a lot. They're real bored. They're real bored. I'm telling you, they're bored. In the house and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I don't know. Look, I well, really I mean, this out. well, stream the stream talks about this a lot. Where it, you know, if life were perfect, look, well, here, let's use it. Let's use the Kardashians. I'm sorry to pick on you guys because <laughs> I know you have trauma. everybody picks on them. I mean, they got they I can't even help hear it. They're just I got trauma <laughs> just watching their trauma. So, I mean, <laughs> but let's look at the okay. I think we can all concur that these people, by the the world standards, have it all. Could have whatever they want, be whatever they want, do whatever they want, in the respect of where they sit in their social class. Financially, you know, influencer-wise, the whole lot. That's true, yeah. And these crazy chicks have to create drama that I have never seen the likes of before. Mm Mm-hmm. Their ass isn't big enough. I got to get ass implants so the whole world gets <laughs> ass implants. I mean, they weren't. There's no satisfaction. There's no satisfaction coming from that environment. They're bored in the house, and they're bored in the house, so they're gonna rock the house. Mm. And usually, and, and the rocking of the house vault is so that that foundation can can come apart, so you can rebuild it again, mm-hmm. or it's that that rocking of the house is to knock off debris that needs to get knocked off. So when we're when we're sitting idle, I also had this thought. And let me tell what you think about this. I've had times where it's like a low, mm-hmm. no drama, no nothing. Everything's peaceful, no nothing. So it's not necessarily low vibe. It's just kind of a, a, a soft, gentle kind of situation. Yeah, no low mm-hmm. vibe. In fact, I'm in bliss. I live in bliss. I don't live out of bliss. And mm-hmm. then something happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's our rest period. I think that those moments where your life is just blissful is just you, your physical being getting ready. Because if you're in that, it used to be, well, I just know everything's going to go to shit because it's all so good right now. Or maybe it's not. And maybe it's you, your physical being resting for your next level up. I think there's truth to that because certainly the state that you're describing is a meditative state. And a meditative state is, by definition, a resting state, very much akin to sleep, which is a resting state. And mm-hmm. when you're in a resting state, you are recuperating. That is the purpose of rest. It is to recuperate. Yeah. Now, the the other part of it, I think, is where it gets a little bit, um, I don't know what the muddy perhaps is the word, because the choice, and I, I use that word advisedly, the choice of coming out of a rest state in order to create a new round of drama isn't an inevitability. It's a choice. You could be choosing yeah. to come out to do something else. That's what prepaving is all about. That's what segment intending is all about. 
So what right. are you going to, what, what are you deciding? What are you intending is going to happen when you come out of your period of rest? That's really what's driving it. So it isn't necessarily something that's going to be dramatic. It could be, but not necessarily. It's, it's really driven by what your choice is. Exactly. How are you going to respond or react? And if and what are you going to what are you going to intend also? Well, that's like that, that, that plays yeah. a huge part of it because yes, you, well, respond and react has to do with what you encounter, but intend that plays out what you would like to have happen, how you would like it to yeah, play yeah. out. On point. On point, a hundred percent. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I liken the, I, I liken it to that, that level, that level of, uh, if you're playing a video game, I was talking about playing video games earlier. If you're playing a video game and you're leveling up, you're going to the next level, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You find little cheats in here. We don't go backwards. We go forwards. Each level we get excited about. Each level, to, each time we level up, is more exciting than the last. And it doesn't need to be a negative excitement. It's about the fact that we're creating. Because Walt just said, if you're setting your intentions, then it shifts what that looks like. Um, The rest period being, I feel like in our being, it takes, if there's anything left to grow with, meaning fall off of you, stuff that no longer, no longer serves you. I see that rattle as being your friend because it just falls off. I appreciate the fact I blew a rod yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, I don't love how I acted, but I appreciate it because it showed me something very important. And that if I'm going to be who I say I am, then that means remembering that we only have today. Mm, very good it. point. Yeah. But I'm yeah, appreciating it. So what you what you have just described here in your overall story is the Taya story, the Taya plan, if you will. Yeah. You, you experience a, what they call a DTS. You go down that spiral. You're in that really low vibe situation. Then you recognize it. That's the first step. You notice that you're there. That's a big one for, for anybody, especially who's not been through Taya. That's a big one. Noticing that you have actually fallen into a bad place without having to go through it for five weeks before you finally notice, Hey, I've been in a bad place for five weeks. That, you know, the noticing is a huge deal. And then once you notice it, once you're applying the Taya practice, the Taya principles to it, you say, okay, I've noticed it. I'm going to feel it for a moment. I'm going to ask myself, is this tied into a transgressor? Is this something I can detune? And then as I detune it, can I find a, a level of forgiveness? And as I find a level of forgiveness, can I find a level of gratitude? And if I, as I find the level of gratitude, can I find appreciation? And if I can find appreciation, guess what? I just floated back up to the higher vibe space. That's the Taya practice. That's the Taya practice. That is it. That's it. Wow, that was good. <laughs> well, so well, you gave us a great example of what to do when you get into a bad place. And you did it. Your description was literally what I just described. You fell into a bad place. You noticed it. You started to make a change. You took ownership. As you started to take ownership, you also went into forgiveness mode. As you went into forgiveness mode, you started to find gratitude. As you found gratitude, you found appreciation, and you climbed out. That's it. And here's the the cool part. Oh, yeah, totally. 
and everything's temporary, you guys, no matter what you're going through. What I'm describing to you is it was quite, it, it, it was pretty, pretty serious stuff. Like real, like in the world of relationships, it was kind of a serious situation. The only, so then, then, well, let's go into the next piece of this. Okay. And I love that you said that it was just like Taya because, it, and if anybody's curious about what Taya is, uh, just message the show or go to the stream of david.com and just tell them, tell them Walt and Debbie sent you. Okay. Well, Walt and Debbie and Anne Marie and Bridget and Janine and all the other people on the show who have also gone through Taya. I think most of our listeners know who it is, but there may be some new ones. So that's a good point. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I love yeah. that. And, and I think that's wonderful. So the next part comes up when in the old days, if you got into it a really in this bad of a situation and argument and your ego was all up in it and it was all what it was, you may have decided, or I probably would have decided, I'll talk about me. I probably would have been like off, off with the whole thing. Like <laughs> not I, just the head. <laughs> the done erd. Mm. Like I'm, mm, eh. And it really takes another step away from your ego to realize the only way that the situation's going to change is if I approach it differently for myself. What are my intentions for this relationship? What do I want out of it? Do I really want a result where we are no longer together? No. Even though you're mad, even though I'm mad, no. Well, that, that, that took a very basic, fundamental recognition on your part, which I applaud you for recognizing, and it was exactly what you needed to do. You had to answer the question, what is the common denominator of this situation? Hands up. My, hands up. <laughs> yep. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And you did. And you were honest about it, and you nailed it. That takes work, guys, and you can That's, do this. Anyway. Oh, let me tell you. You would have thought yesterday, you all would have thought yesterday, I was just real human moment. I was so perfectly human and perfectly imperfect. You would have thought I, I'd never had a tool in my life. <laughs> yeah, we tend to forget them, don't we? <laughs> oh, 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 Deb, Debbie G step over and let the ego take over. Mm -hmm. It was not, it, no. You know, that's so common, though. I mean, we all do that. In fact, David, actually, the last time I had a, a private one on one with David, he made the point. Even when you graduate from Thai boot camp, you, it's not like it ends right there. You are constantly learning and relearning how to apply it and to apply it in your life because you're running into situations where you go down that spiral and you're dealing with it and you're appreciating it and so on and so forth over and over and over again. It's an ongoing experience. So, of course. Of course, it's going. I mean, you kind of, you just know it's stuff's going to happen. The question isn't whether it's going to happen. The question is, what are you going to do about it? And that's what it came down to, because I know it's temporary. And mm -hmm. well, I'm going to tell you, you know, it boundaries. Boundaries come when you speak your truth. I used to think, well, boundaries were something you had to lay down, like the law, unless it's business. And you do have to lay down the law. Boundaries between relationships is speaking your truth. It's because the two are so closely related that we don't realize that they're two different things. But they really are two different things. 
they're very closely okay. related. They're, they're, I mean, certainly, you know, putting down a boundary as if it were the law is close to speaking your truth. But ultimately, speaking your truth, which, and I love the phrase, by the way, speaking your truth is the true laying down of a boundary. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it isn't so much how I'm going to enforce it. It's this is what I am choosing. Beautiful. Exactly. And you're just no excuses, no bullshit that goes with it. You over explainers mm. and you and, and people pleasers hear me out. Mm. I'm a recovering people pleaser. You do not need to explain anything to anyone. Over over necessary explaining. To get them to understand you because they're never going to understand you. They either will or they won't. Mm. And, and most likely when you're doing that, the person you're really trying to convince is yourself. Totally. That's you actually, yeah. yeah you, you think you're trying to convince them, but really you're trying to convince yourself. I love you, God. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Peaceful <laughs> ways. You guys get, do you get that? Do you under, did you hear that? It's, yourself so speak I, I, your truth I, I, I want to throw something in here I, i'm not sure who it is because they didn't uh, register who they are through facebook so it comes up as facebook user in our chat but the user said i'm terrible about this still yeah and, and i want to encourage whoever that is to think about it a little bit differently yeah the one thing i want to suggest to you is what part of it are you good at not mm. what you're terrible at what are you good at what part of it are you doing well that you can pat yourself on the back for? Because if you can start there, you can get right past whatever that terrible part is. You can, you can almost skip past it. Not quite, but you can, you can slide past it quickly. Let's put it that way. The one thing you really don't want to do is focus on, Oh God, I'm so terrible. And then stay in that space because you'll yeah, never totally, get out of that space. Yeah, no. And get stomped on, walked on, and then you'll be like, ah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he's what Walt just said, Joe, what Walt just said. And yeah. y'all, that's, that's my darling right there. That's just like her. And I, I, okay. So I'm going to actually, you know, I may as well share something else with y'all. Y'all going to hear this. Joe and I okay. eloped, by the way. Did just you? I tell you. Yeah. I'm announcing it just because I want to. Where? A while, but a little bit ago, not that long ago. So you're officially. We are officially married. Yeah. Whoa! I'm announcing it right here. Congratulations! Thank you. Wait until you see. Seriously, so that's my husband on there that's talking right there. Congratulations, Joseph! Oh my goodness. Yep. Truth bombs. Well, (laughs) well, I love that. And um, the thing is, is that we recorded it and we did it in the back of a pink Cadillac in Vegas with Elvis singing. I love it. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so hilarious. You all, you just don't even know right now, like how funny this is. So we're going to be having a sacred ceremony though, and doing, you know, and and have that whole thing, but y'all are going to get to see the video because it's freaking hilarious. And one of the parts in the video, like we're in the back of this, oh, the cheesiest Cadillac you can find. I was so stoked. God. Oh my God. My, my best friend, she was there and her husband. So that was it. We didn't tell the kids. We didn't tell anybody, Walt. We told nobody. <laughs> that is funny. That is great. That is wonderful. So, 
Yeah, it was pretty funny. And I just now decided like off the cuff that I, that right now is the very first time I've ever said anything outside of just my children, which I have told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Josie, of course. Well, well I, I have to say that I, I, on behalf of all of us here on Elway today, we are honored that you broke the news here. So thank you very much for that wonderful piece of information. That's really terrific. We're really happy for you. And I know you all are feeling for Joe right now. Actually, Joe said, thanks. I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. And yes, the ceremony was awesome. So I'm not feeling all that bad for him right now. Oh, not that, <laughs> not that part. The, 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 and I love what he said. He said, uh, dang. Listen to you all. You sound like a tired graduate. Debbie's yeah, queen of owning her shit and shit and everything else. As far as I, I am the queen. I, I am for real, but I will tell you, it takes it. It is such a good balance. And the good balance is in the fact that you guys, I'm telling you when you're in a relationship, I don't care if you've been in it for a day, a month, a year. <laughs> However long it's been. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're tired. He's tired. The listeners have no idea why I'm laughing at this point. This is ridiculous. Please tell them why you're laughing. Go ahead. Because, come. because Joe posted, I didn't even know she was going to announce this fault. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, we're coming out of the closet there, baby. <laughs> Apparently. <yes. laughs> Just coming out the closet. I decided to come out of the closet like right now. <laughs> because, well, I, I want to just say that it's like a really big, Joe's such a big supporter of the shows. He's a big supporter of our work, which is brilliant. He's a, he's in Thai boot camp. Mm. Um, he You're was doing very well, by the way, in Thai boot camp. I mean, what, mm, what, I, what's said in Thai stays in Thai, but I got to tell you, he's doing really, really well. Totally. And yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's challenging for me to come out of being single for such a long time. Such a long time. And, and, but you know, you guys, it's. I, I know I, that feeling actually. I know that feeling very well. Because when yeah. I met Louise, I met her when I was 41. We married when I was 42. And that was my first successful relationship. So I'd had like 22 years of absolute failure. One mm-hmm. after another. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it, it was a shift. It was, it was not a difficult shift. It was fairly easy, but it was a, sh- it, it was a shift that I really felt a lot and it was disorienting. I think that's really what my point is. It, it kind of throws you off balance for a bit because it's such a big change from where you were. Totally. Doesn't mean it's a bad change. It's a very good yeah. change, but, but hey, any kind of big change like that, a life event change is going to shake things up. It just has to. Well, it shook it up so well that we got to go through this experience, which shook off a whole bunch of more stuff for me mm-hmm. that I needed to see within myself so that I can be the best version of me. If I'm the best version of me, then I can show up and be just awesome for other people. And I don't know this. I see. The I, thing I, is, I want to touch on that. What you just said that that was a great thing you just said. Uh huh. I don't remember exactly how you said it, but the gist of it is that it has an impact on other people when you shake things off. When you make these changes in your own life, you have an impact on other people when you do that. And I want to tell a quick story that illustrates that. Yes. When Louise and I first got together, um, at that point in time, my parents were both alive. They were living on a lake in Virginia. And it was the place I went to every summer because, hey, if you got a lake to go to, where are you going to go for vacation? It's going to be to the lake every year. So I went to the lake every year. Well, this year, of course, I brought my new sweetheart with me. And 
we, we, uh, the first year we, we stayed at my parents' house. The second year we decided to rent yeah. a house so that we could stay on the lake, you know, both, you know, kind of be out of people's hairs and so forth. And I won't go into all the details of the story because my, my brother, my sister, other people were involved. There's like, there was a very complex story and it really isn't important to what it is that I'm going to talk about. Bottom line though is that it came to a, a head in a sense. The situation came to a head because my family expected me to basically bend to what they wanted to have happen. And my fiance, well, she wasn't quite my fiance yet, but my, my girlfriend at that point wanted me to bend to our relationship. Like I had mm-hmm. to choose between the two and I yeah. instantly chose the relationship, yeah. which set my family into a frenzy. Yeah. I did not like that, but I held the get line over on it. it. Well, of course they got over it. They had to get okay, over it. Okay. But you, did you held, you held the line on what your I, truth was? I held the line on my truth, which was tough. It wasn't easy to do, but I did. I thought it was and hard. You know what, and you know what came out of that? That was so wonderful. What? I got a ton more respect from my mom from my sister and my brother. And in fact, my brother, this is the really cool part. Some, let's see, how many years later was it? 10 years later, 12 years later, something like that. Made the intention, set the intention that he wanted to attract a Louise into his life. And he did. He attracted his wife, Yuona, and guess what? They eloped. You see why I had to tell you that story. I mean, it is perfect. <laughs> we fully, we fully, we fully eloped. That was actually excellent. And what's interesting is that took, I'm imagining that took, that took you pulling from a place that you've never pulled. You have to want something so badly that you're willing to do whatever it takes to live in your truth. And that's all you do. See, but well, why weren't you worried about what your family was going to say or what they were going to do? I, you know, I'm thinking back and I'm asking myself, what is the answer to that question? Honestly, I think it came down to this. I knew that this was a key decision point, really key decision point, because if I didn't choose my primary relationship first, it could not remain my primary relationship. It was going to fall apart. Whether or not we tried to hold it together or not, it was still going to fall apart if I didn't pick it first. That's why they're called primary relationships. That's why your your marital situation or your, your, your boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever it is, is your primary relationship. It's called primary because it comes first. It comes ahead of all other relationships. Mm-hmm. So if if I wanted to make that my primary relationship, now was the time. Yeah. And there was not and, going to be, there wasn't going to be a second choice really. It was either now or never. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it. So, as I think about it, it really wasn't a hard decision to make. Yeah, it was kind of hard to put up with the consequences of it, but that didn't last too long. It was actually fairly easy once I focused on one idea: is this my primary relationship? And when I decided it was, it was a it was an open and shut case at that point. Hot diggity. Doggity, diggity, <laughs> damn. I can't, no, I just, listen, I can't tell you guys what the whole situation's about, but I could tell you that what you just said, Walt, is what we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that unfolds. I can just say that, 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 yeah, 
there's your choice is your primary relationship. And I, and I think yeah. that that is probably, probably the key factor there. Is it's the really primary ha- relationship truly the primary relationship? That, well, I mean, it sucked. Could, it's, it really it, has it, to it be sucks. one way or the other. How, how, how suck, how sucky is it? What you went through? Was it really gnarly? How it did it, what it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it, yeah, it was, it was kind of unpleasant. But let's, unpleasant. let's say there, there were, there were some shouting matches and, and there were some very hurt feelings and yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't You're last. Glad you- That's the thing. It doesn't last. No. The, the, the hurt feelings, they soothe over time. The, the frustrations ease. The relationship continues. And what do you think would happen if you chose otherwise? I think what you said is that oh, it would have fallen apart. The relationship would have fallen apart. No doubt about it. Because if why the, do you think if, that if is? The relation, because if the relationship is in theory the primary relationship, but you don't treat it like the primary relationship in practice, guess what? It is not the primary relationship. It's that clean. It's that simple. It either is or it isn't. There is no in between. There's no tie for first. (laughs) It is either first or it's not. (laughs) Ah, okay. So I love that because uh, that's my personal belief system that that is what the truth is, that If if you're going to be if you're going to be in a relationship and this is it's you choose that first you choose that above and beyond uh, anything else first yeah and that can look and I have a feeling it's going to look probably different than I would have imagined so it's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds losing my opinion uh, or no that's not right. In my particular situation, I'm releasing and letting go of what I think the outcome needs to be and asking, and it, it's going to be whatever it is. So here's how this looks, y'all. Am I going to be okay either way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm still here breathing. Without your dark, you wouldn't know your spark. What's the word? Spark? What is that one? (laughs) Spark. Without your dark, you wouldn't know your spark. I'm here breathing. I do know that no matter what happens in situations, that I'm going to be okay. I know what Walt said, make your intentions. So I know what my intentions are. Now, let go of it like a balloon and let it float up into the atmosphere. It has helium. It can float. It does. Don't get tech. You didn't blow it up yourself. Just use the machine. Let it go. (laughs) And you can even use a little. You want to talk funny? (laughs) Nothing like a little helium to lighten up life a little bit. (laughs) Let it go and let it flow. Let it go and let it flow. And the other thing is for me to step into gracious gratitude. And here's what my gracious... The key thing, before you go into the gratitude, it's an important piece. Mm-hmm. The key thing to understand about that letting go part is that that's what makes it work. The letting go, even go figure. makes it happen. Go figure. Yeah. I don't even know how this shit works. It does. <laughs> it I does. swear to God. Well, because that's Let where you letting go of your own block that you create. We talked about creating the block before. That's letting go of it. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. okay, go to the gratitude piece. 
All right. So here's my gracious, my gracious gratitude and, and how humbling it is to be in my life right now and how much mercy and grace has been in my life. Well, I would, I had no home three years ago. And I'm over here like having this debate about it's buying a home, this home, that home, the whole nine yards. Talk about gratitude. Not only did I not have one, but I manifested this house. I manifested uh, a husband. I manifested a life that is to me that makes sense. And believe me, he's somebody that can, he's polar opposite of me. So he can handle my high energy because it's high <laughs> and I love my energy and it's, it's explosive in person as it is. It, it's awesome. And he sure. can hang with it and he can handle it. So my gratitude, my gracious gratitude in, in this entire event to, in, in th- th- that's been happening, regardless of what the outcome is going to be, as I'm not where I was. Mm. I'm not where I was. I, and I, not that I didn't love where I was, cause I'm going to tell you, I found, I found, I found gratitude sitting in a car that was rented, not even my own with no home. That appreciation factor is the key and the essence to everything in your life, mm-hmm. including when you're not happy with somebody. Start getting into gratitude about them and you're not going to be complaining about them. Boom. So that is my story and I'm sticking to it. And I love it. Thank you, you for sharing. Thank you for sharing what you've been going through there. This is because offer. I, I think everybody is going through all kinds of stories that are close to that one way or another at various points in our lives. We just go through them. That's just being alive. So yeah. hearing someone going through it, owning up to their own stuff, letting go and getting to that point where all of a sudden they feel that relief and release. That's, that's the ultimate modeling. That's the ultimate personal example. So just like you were talking about earlier on, we set the example through our own behaviors and that example permeates society in ways that we can't even see. So thank you for permeating society in ways we can't even see. I love that. You are very welcome. And my final words are be the hundredth monkey, not the baby elephant. <laughs> I love that. Be the hundredth monkey, not the baby elephant. And, and guys, if you haven't seen that picture of the baby elephant with the face plant in the butt, it is hysterical. You gotta see that photo. It is just wonderful. Tantrum so- throwing babies. <laughs> I mean, really. That's what you all are a bunch of trauma babies. Feeling sorry for yourself. Stop that shit. Just <laughs> quit it. Look, oh looking at the photo all by itself will make you want to quit it because it's just so, just it's, it's cute. It's adorable to see this, don't this elephant face planted oh, in the mud. I mean, oh my oh, goodness. Oh, it's a little butt up in the air and the mom's just looking at it like, <laughs> yeah, right. How's that work? How's that working for you there, little man? Exactly. Like, you know, good. How's it? Oh, what a wonderful thing. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, live streamers, and thank you especially to podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.